your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to a Tuesday, a primary Tuesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I don't know how much primary talk we'll get into from my part, but you know, ten candidates running for mayor. You got an opinion about that as we, you know, head down to the final three hours of your ability to vote for the next two finalists for mayor. Uh six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. So I mean, did you vote? Who did you vote for? Why did you vote for them? You want to do a little campaign speech? Maybe there's a candidate listening. You want to you want to get the last couple of people out there? It's still like 17% turnout the last time we had an open seat for mayor. is is really a little bit sad, kind of scary, kind of pathetic. <laughs> 17%. Hey, who do we want to run our city for the next four years? There's 11 people here to vote for. But, you know, let's let 17% of the city decide that. It's just awful. We should have, like, it should just be 80, 90%. It's the mayor, right? So the, one, of the, one, one of the main people that's going to affect your life for the next four years, if you live in the city anyway, and kind of the surrounding community, but obviously you don't get a vote. Uh, there's also that state, super, state school superintendent race on the ballot. And... Uh, Nobody nobody has any information. I mean, who's doing their homework on that? We really got to get down and dirty. I mean, maybe people with kids, maybe some educators, but I don't know. It seems like a seems like me and Chagoski, the UW cross political science professor, talked about this Friday, but it just seems like one of the things that we should just have the governor appoint and the legislature pretend to approve, confirm, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know the, the the our our legislature isn't confirming people anyway. Um, our our state health secretary headed to Washington to join the Biden uh, health department, whatever. And it was just kind of funny, like our 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 state health Andrea Palm, right? This the state health secretary. She wasn't good enough for our state legislature to confirm. So she just, she was like an acting state for two years, right? Through a pandemic. Ah, we don't need to confirm her. We don't, we, we don't need to make sure that she's, a, we approve of her for the job. We'll just let her do the job during a global pandemic for the last year and two years, but last year pandemic, right? Uh, we don't need to confirm her and, and we're just going to let, and then, oh, she's so good that she's going to join the, the national team the national health team and fight a pandemic. So um, just, just a little, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, why aren't we like, that should be the first thing that our government does. Right. Um, okay. Evers has these, these uh, secretaries that want to run our state in different fashions. Ag secretary, right. There was the whole Brad path thing where he runs the job for 11 months. Then he gets quote unquote fired or just not confirmed um, because, you know, Republicans were mad that he said something about mental health. And uh, and manure, <laughs> the ability to uh, regulate manure. But yeah, so our, I mean, I feel like uh, you know our state legislature hasn't done a single thing since April sixteenth. hasn't hasn't gotten anything passed. Um, at least maybe confirm some people. And now we need a new secretary, health secretary. 
And now we're going to have a state superintendent. I guess maybe we should vote as voters. Maybe we should just vote for it because at least then somebody gets in there that that the the, the population is approved. But it's only going to be like 17% of the population. Number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. Are you going to shoot her from the hip tonight? Well, I was, I was thinking like maybe uh, some of you people have uh, opinions on who you're going to vote for as mayor or state super, school superintendent. And uh, you I'm- can tell me why. I'm voting for the one that's going to fix the roads and drop the taxes. How do you do both of those? I feel like we need your tax money to fix the roads. Somebody's got road. an answer there. Anyway, that ain't why I'm calling. Okay. Anyway, how was your car this morning after you had it washed last night? Oh, I I, I double washed the truck, so that's what I did. Yeah, you, you had the truck. Yeah. Well, it was pretty. Ru- it was well. It's going to be pretty rusty, but it was pretty salty. Now, another thing, I looked up your uh, fire station in Hooterville on the computer this morning. No, Greenville. You looked at Hortonville? Oh. I wanted Greenville. I, we live in- I thought you said Hooterville. Yeah, I'm, I, my high school is Hortonville, but you know, if I ever tell anyone gr- I'm from Greenville, nobody's going to know where that is, although it is where the action is. That's what the sign says. Okay. Anyway, that's a nice fire station. It's got about six, seven doors to it, but them, that isn't a big glass window. Yeah, that, on the doors. Yeah, I don't even. That's I, just some little portholes they put in there. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what the Hortonville. I'm going to Google it here. The Hortonville Fire Station. Uh, it's a nice looking thing. You got some nice equipment up there too. Yeah. Now, now go find your your wife's computer and look up Greenville's fi- new fire station. I don't know if you'll find a picture of it. Um, oh, that's where I went. I went to Greenville. I ain't oh, you did. Kidding you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm. Uh, I, I looked up Greenville. Nice, nice place. Oh, there it is. I found a picture of it. Yeah, there's about I four trucks and everything there. Yeah, so, vo- volunteer fire department, ten million dollars. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, don't shoot yourself on the foot talking tonight. No. No. I, I, well, no. I, hopefully, uh, you people can call in and and keep keep me dancing by shooting the the floor underneath me. Okay, here call and rattle your oh, he's, cage. He's on hold already. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Yeah, speaking of Eric, Eric from Sparta, go ahead. Yeah, I think, uh, in my view, after reading the lacrosse tricycle club, I think uh, either Barton Gall or this young man that Main Street endorsed would be a good candidate. Either one would probably good, good, good uh, from the rest of them. Regarding the superintendent of public schools, I think that would be Deborah Carr, care because she's the only one who's not worked for the government or Tony Evers or the Department of Education before. They all work from there, all a bunch of uh, swamp people, and uh, they do something new in there. And I have one more question, too, if I might. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's going to have a, a call-in program today, tonight in Milwaukee, but the thing is that how come he requires anybody asking questions to submit them beforehand? Is he too stupid or senile? He can't answer them on the spot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He is senile. He is uh, uh, dementia. You name it. He, he won't answer any questions. He has to read everything off a uh, card or something. Then then, then he, he squints his eyes and looks up. He's looking at some teleprompter somewhere to tell him what he says. Because he, 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 this guy's nuts. We're going to have Kamala Harris up there. Before this first term, his term is up, period. And, and uh, Trump is going to win. Mark my words, they're going to try to put him in jail. That's all they, that's their total goal is not let him have a chance at running again, period. You know it and I know it. Thanks a lot. Seems like exclamation points to me. 
A lot to take in there. Um, it is funny that Biden's going to uh, uh, talk from Milwaukee today, 8 p.m. Did they did they not correlate with Governor Tony Evers? Because Governor Tony, Tony Evers is going to talk to the state about his budget tonight at 7 p.m. So they, they probably could have did this at the same time. Not at the same place because, you know, pandemic. But, uh, yeah. I mean, who's stealing whose thunder here? I mean, Biden coming in, stealing Governor Tony Evers' thunder while he's trying to legalize marijuana and, uh, you know, uh, what was the other one? To make make prescription drugs cheaper and just all the things, all the good things, right? Uh, create a $100 million venture, venture capital fund. Uh, expand Medicaid, that was another one. Uh, we just we just keep not expanding Medicaid. I don't know why. Um, Kent, you're going to have to wait. Uh, I got to take a quick break. Brad, do the news. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. We've got a mayor race going on right now. Going to cut them candidates from 10 to 2. If you want to call and tell me why you voted for who you voted for of those 10 candidates, let me know. 608-785-7914. Uh, we also uh, changed the Central High School's mascot last night to the river hawks what do you think of that there were there were about there were eight names to pick from uh a couple of them original river hawks is kind of original too but it's uh named after an osprey who doesn't live here in the winter so <laughs> if you want to get picky uh i could be wrong i'm not a biologist in that re- i'm not an audubon society member so i could be wrong there but that's just the uh eight seconds of homework i did on osprey that i felt like dealing with uh Ken's calling in. Ken, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rick. How you been, buddy? I'm all right. Hey, good. Uh, I was just thinking I, I emailed the uh, Keystone Pipeline people yesterday. And I told them to get a hold of Joe Biden and ask him this simple question. The question is, dear Joe Biden, if we put your son Hunter Biden on our board of directors for the Keystone Pipeline, can we open it up again? Okay. What do you think? Um, are you? Do you... Re- why why are you so hell bent on the Keystone pipeline do, does it well all the people that are losing their jobs and you know and then we're going to have to buy our oil from China or Russia or Saudi Arabia again i mean it's it's a common question and his son was involved in the Ukraine oil deals or whatever so i think if you ask Joe if we put his kid on the board of directors for Keystone I bet she'd open it up just like that. So, is this something that like bugs you all day? You got to think about the Keystone Pipeline. I mean, there's there's like a mayor race going on right now. Do you? I don't. Maybe you don't live in Lacrosse, but it, you, you say you're oh, Northside. I, I do actually. I'm the mayor of the North Side of Lacrosse. I voted myself in, but <laughs> you did. You right at the in. end of the did day, right I did vote today. I voted for that young kid. You know, he seems like he's got it going on and stuff. And what is he? 18 years old or something? He probably knows more about politics than anybody up there. Yeah, you think so? The eighteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. Thanks. Thanks, Kent. Uh, that's Northside Kent. He uh, didn't vote for himself for mayor. He voted for Samuel Schneider. Samuel Schneider. We refer to him apparently as the eighteen-year-old kid, but his name is Sam Schneider. Samuel Schneider. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, does the, the the idea that we're going to cut from ten to two, and I feel like it's going to be a pretty close race. And when we get to the end of it here, and we'll have we'll have those updates on wisdomnews.com at around ten o'clock, hopefully at ten o'clock. 
I don't know how many people want to stay up later than that, but uh, Nikki Elson, the, the interim city clerk in La Crosse, said yesterday about 10 o'clock. Um, it, would, it would be weird if there's, you know, three, four candidates that end up, you know, within 100 votes of each other, especially when, if it's if we're getting under 20% turnout and we get, a, you know, a couple of candidates, because I feel like it's going to be close, right? Like, there's there's probably three or four candidates that, that a lot of people feel really strongly about. And if you're not going to have a ton of people voting, then, you know, one of those any, any of those candidates really could sneak through, but um, just the, the idea that uh, we're gonna we're they're gonna be so close, and then we're gonna cut it to two. I think Joe Heim called in, Eric called in, was on with Hayes the other day, and and just talked about not 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 really ranked choice voting, but the idea that instead of cutting it down to two in a primary, you have it four, or just just have more in the primary, or have more past the primary, I should say, have more for the April election. You know, maybe maybe put some stipulations on there. Hey, if you're within you know certain percentage points of the the next candidate, the top, and the top four are within you know a certain percentage points of each other, they all get on the ballot in April. Because uh, uh, clearly we can't have it. Well, clearly we can, but I just I don't feel like we should have. Uh, I just don't feel comfortable with 17 percent of the population voting for the next mayor. Hey, and that's how Tim Cabot got to be mayor. Uh, Gary's calling in. Gary, go ahead. You're on the air. Stop. Alexa, stop. Hey, Gary. Hey, Rick. Hey, Gary. Uh, I voted for Martin Gall, obviously. The reasons why we're going to be going through some very troubling times. We need his experience, his leadership skills. And as far as what the last caller just said about Sam, seems like he knows what's going on. He thought he was going to open a zoo for $2,000. He's talking of donating $30,000 of an $82,000 salary, which he doesn't seem to understand. He still will be paying taxes on $82,000, which I think will surprise him when he goes to his tax man if elected next year. So he actually, he's saying what people want to hear, but if they listen to him, he doesn't have the substance or the knowledge. He doesn't understand that Losey Boulevard is not a state highway. He doesn't understand that third and fourth streets are state highways. He's, you know, God bless him for his age, for wanting to be involved. But it would have been a more opportune uh, for him to run for city council, kind of find out what things really are, not as he perceives them, and then go for mayor down the road. I, I, I like when young people get involved. I hope he stays involved. But if he actually ends up becoming our mayor, Good night, nurse. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Gary, he's stealing a lot of headlines too, right? And he's got you you a little bit upset. I mean, maybe because of the last caller. Not upset, but just the idea that, you know, uh, the 18-year-old, you, you know, you don't bring up any of the other I, I, candidates. You know what I mean? No, I, what upsets me, Rick, is he's saying he wants to cut taxes, but he wants to add a zoo. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to repair La Crosse Street because it's named after La Crosse. Even though somebody told him that was a state highway and is going to be fixed, he still said in one of the interviews, well, it should be fixed now. We should do it because it's named after our city. So if people think he's really going to cut taxes, but he's talking about all these different things he's going to do, what are you going to take away to fund these projects? And if you're not going to take away, how are you going to fund them without 
raising taxes, not cutting taxes. Yeah, the I, and I think a lot of the candidates have talked about we're gonna because we're, it's the easiest thing to do. Just say we're gonna cut taxes, but also fix the roads. I'm like, well, you, and number three called earlier and said the same thing. I'm like, well, you got to do one or the other. I don't feel like you could do both very easily. Well, number three's been around the block. He understands, you know, what's going on. And kudos to Eric from Sparta for having it half right when he said either Gall or Schneider. I applaud him for uh, realizing that Martin would be one of the choices. And like I said, I'm not attacking Sam. I, I Kudos to him for an 18-year-old being involved and starting his own business. I think that's great. But running the mayor is totally different. I, I don't think he... Fully, uh, I mean, not that, not just Sam. There are some of your candidates who really believe they can be mayor and keep doing their full time job. Right. One of the candidates talked about that she was going to see if she could keep her contract to cut hair in the county jail for the inmates. Does, does she really think the mayor of La Crosse is going to walk across the street and cut hair? Why not? It's the uh, well, well. Once you are, are you going to have time? It's a conflict of interest, right? You're paying yourself. No, it's not a conflict of interest. The, the, the problem is it's a conflict of interest for time. They don't realize the mayor is a full-time job plus about 20 hours a week of unpaid overtime. Being the mayor of La Crosse is a good 60 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It, 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 they just don't, some of them just don't seem to understand the hours involved. And, and I hope that people realize that they still have three hours to vote if they haven't voted that this is such an important election to the city with so much going on that it, it is what it is. I mean, and people can vote for who they want to vote, and whatever happens, happens. But it, it, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. That's all I have to say about it. All right. Thanks, Gary. Yep. Thank you, Rick. Bye. All right. Uh, a couple more calls here. Let's go. I think um, Scott's calling in. Scott, go ahead. You're on the air. Yep, I'm going to turn my radio down. Sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, this is Scott in uh, Alaska. Um, I know you guys touched earlier on the uh, just a quick thing about the Medicare and and how they're going to try to increase things. Um, Medicaid expansion. Uh, yeah, Medicaid expansion. I wonder how much of that will actually come to like some of these clinics that, for instance, are behind uh, Gunderson Lutheran. That, that there's a new scenic bluff there that operates just two days a month, and 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 they won't even see full denture patients because what the state ends up paying doesn't even cover a lab bill. Yeah, that's... so I'm in the business, and I wonder if they're ever going to get on track with uh, what I'm doing is I'm telling everybody that calls my clinic to call their to the, their congressman and find out if and when. They can go up to more than say twenty percent of what the normal cost is. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem, like right? That. At this I point, I don't know where to go with this. I'm trying to get some lobbyists involved. I have a system here that could really service this area, but I think about all the money that gets poured into a place like behind Gunderson, that new scenic bluff, and I think if I could get a fraction of that just on my public aid or state people. Uh, you know how many people I can. I would be able to hire a couple of technicians. I don't want to put it on my house anymore. Right. I don't want. I want to just stay small. We have fifty, sixty people on the list. They're three years out at Scenic Bluff to get a set of teeth. All right, I got to go, Scott. We got a couple of calls here. Uh, Heidi's calling in. Heidi, go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, um, three points. Brief 
And kind of humorous. I'll start with a humorous one. I thought that comp- the caller who talked about Joe Biden's son getting on the board, I thought that was really funny. And as far as the Keystone Pipeline, well, gas is already starting to go up, and it's just going to keep on rising. Nobody's going to like that. Number two, I would love to be able to vote for the mayor of La Crosse, but I don't live in La Crosse, so I can't. But maybe if I took illegal alien status, I could come across the county line and vote. All right, so that's great. Uh, and one more call before we go to break. Uh, is it Caller, who's this? This is Kevin. Hey, Kevin, right. go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rick, I, I'm calling in, just listening to the call-in show about the, you know, about the, the MERS race and all that stuff. One thing, first off, I never thought I'd be calling in and agreeing with Eric. And I agree. I, I, I agree with Eric about Martin Gall for for mayor. No, no mm-hmm. question about it. And I just want to call in and also say, you know, listen to Gary. Gary was one hundred percent correct at what he's talking about. Yeah, definitely. About, uh, having a, you know a young a young person in there, they you know great for that kid to be running. Seems like a really good kid. You want to have an eighteen year old running running the city of La Crosse. You know, Martin Gall is definitely the choice for the mayor of La Crosse. And what what part of what, why do you like Martin so much? Because Marty, he knows he knows the city. He knows that that he run, knows how to run those meetings. He knows the city of Lacrosse better than anybody, and, and he would do a great job as a mayor. Also, badass mustache. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good one. He does have a badass mustache. I agree <laughs> uh, you on that one. All right. Thanks, Kevin, for the call. Thanks, Rick. All right, we got to take a quick break. Not a quick break. This is the longer break. Uh, Scott's comment coming up. Brad doing the news. We'll be back after this. I'm Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. You got to make your pitch for mayor. 608-785-7914. We got two and a half, less than two and a half hours to vote for mayor. If you have an absentee ballot, you now have to take it to your polling location. Do not drop it in the green box at City Hall. No longer can do that. 10 candidates. Last time we had 11 candidates. 2013, we had 17% turnout. It's terrible. Let's get, let's get like uh, more than 17% at least. Man, I hope it's over 20. It should really be over 50, but it's a primary. There's no president on the ballot. Uh, people are calling in worried about the Keystone Pipeline uh, instead of, you know, the mayor. Your mayor. Two candidates out of 10. I mean, ugh. number three is calling back. Go ahead, number three. Hey, you're doing pretty good so far. Okay, thanks. Right, see, if they're going to start up Monkey Island again, yeah, uh, they're going to have to spend about $150,000 on the duck house. It's in pretty bad shape. Is it? Okay. All right, so, and then one other question. Yeah. I, I heard Mr. Abraham talking about they want to start another committee to look at the police department. There is one. Yeah, okay, well, Subcommittee. here's the way I see it, Rick. I don't think we're going to get anybody to apply to be a cop anymore. They're making it so difficult, you know. Well, shouldn't it be difficult? I feel like it's a, one no, of the I mean, most we diff- got such a good force in lacrosse the way it is. I'd say just leave them alone. They're doing their job. But what's going to happen is people want to, won't want to be a policeman anymore They'll go to the fire department to get a job because everybody loves a fireman. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, definitely, and the, and they have uh, the fire department's got a kind of an interesting schedule too. That's like twenty four yeah, on. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's the way I see it. Of course, just an old guy talking, you know. But yeah, I hear you. I mean, if I had to pick between a police officer and a fireman in the city, man, I just, I just, I wouldn't even think twice. I'm going to be a fireman. 
I mean, that's right. You get to ride on the big red truck. Yeah, I want to drive it. That's what I want to do. I drive. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe go out west. They got a lot of old fire trucks out there. Yeah. Okay. That they give rides to kids, and you, you and a girlfriend go out Deadwood or someplace out there. <laughs> okay. This All the, right. Yeah. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. All right. Speaking of old, I uh, I do I did blow some bearings in my 1975 snowblower. So anyone that knows any small engine parts shops in town 608-785-7914 send me a text tell me tell me who's gonna who's gonna give me bearings for a snowblower that was built in 1975 um brent says what does he say here there's somebody standing along the road holding a sign to vote today uh on lozy by forest hills but he did okay i don't thanks (laughs) i guess just to vote just a basic vote Man, at least it's not negative degrees outside today. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by the heat wave we've had uh, above 10 degrees. I think it was like 14 at my house for a while there. The dogs actually could go outside and uh, for more than, you know, five, 10 minutes. Um, did anyone do anything interesting with their dogs while we had that like sub-zero stretch there? Because I had, I had a friend take his dog to the mall to go for walks because you couldn't, you, you just can't, you gotta, if you have an active dog and you're not able to get outside and take them for walks because they just don't know any better. Their feet are going to freeze. Uh, he took his dogs to the, to the mall for a walk, which I thought was pretty, a pretty good idea. This mall would be fine, right? Like there's never anyone in that mall, right? Uh, just the people walking. So at least you just bring your dog as well. Uh, I don't I don't, I feel like all Millie would do all my golden retriever would do would, end up in the food court and then just at somebody's table and she would just be staring at somebody's table or cleaning up the food court. You know, if we had dogs in the food court, the food court floor would be spotless uh, if my dog was in there because she'd be cleaning the, the floor the whole time. Um, okay, so sending me really long text there, Tom. I can't even get it to it. Uh, Lacrosse Central High School or, or I guess Central School. Well, is there? It's just the high school. Um Changed their, changed their mascot yesterday to the Riverhawks. There were eight uh, mascots to choose from. Or I should say, yeah, the mascots. And um, they're going to keep the, L- the LC logo, so that's not a big deal. But the, the other choices for this change were the Bandits or the River Bandits, I believe. The Cardinal, singular, like Stanford, just the Cardinal. Um, you might as, I, w- I would rather go pine tree. I know the, the Stanford Cardinals logo is a pine tree, but they're called the Cardinals. So maybe the Central could have gone the pine trees and then had a Cardinals, their logo. It's red, right? Keep the red colors. Uh, the Chargers, the Golden Bears, the Lumberjacks, the Pride, the Riverhawks, and the Titans. Uh, the Pride would be like a pride of lions before anyone gets too upset there. Uh, that would have been a good one. That's unique, but we don't have lions here. Um, Riverhawks is osprey. They're uh, they they're here in the in when the weather's nice, and then they go south. So that's kind of funny. Lumberjacks would have been interesting, right? That's that's pretty lacrosse, correct? Um, Golden Bears, meh. Chargers, meh. I don't hate the Cardinal or the Cardinals. Why can't we just go Cardinals there? We got to go. Solo Cardinal, but I uh, man, I really wish we, we would have gotten something more unique. Uh, River Band, River Hawks isn't the worst. 
though, and I'm, and it and it just eked out. I believe it eked out uh, the bandits name, but it wouldn't have been River Bandits. It would have just been Bandits, and then all the Bandits would have been um, upset that you know we're using their nickname. Um, so anyone have a problem with the the River Hawks logo or mascot for Central High School? Keep saying logo, but they're going to keep the LC logo. And now the now the the quest begins to phase in uh, jerseys and and putting the logo all over the school and on the on the floor of the gym and stuff like that. Good time to do it because, uh, well, I guess we are using the gym, so um, we'll see. You know, a couple of weeks here when basketball season's over, we could start doing that. Oh, uh, mom! My mom texted me and said, "Dad's got my." Uh, snowblower parts so i did make one phone call today and had a a tough time explaining to the guy that i have a 1975 snowblower that blew some bearings and um i gave him some part numbers and he's like dude 1975 this isn't gonna work um trouble of tom's calling in tom go ahead you're on the air i was gonna ask rick do you have any idea what electioneering is um i go ahead i will tell you It's real close to what Gary Podesky has done this morning on Mike's program and what he's done on your program tonight. It's really crossing the line when a campaign manager calls in, uh, slams the competition, and promotes his own. Um, I I really don't know the fine details, but it gets really close. And if Martin Gall is a good candidate, I don't think we need all that excessive um, uh, campaigning by the campaign manager on the only good talk political program in the city of La Crosse. So, um, anyhow, I, I think that if he calls again, I would suggest not taking his call. But and if you are still interested in my opinion, I, I think that young fellow might be worth a try. He, um, uh, What we need in, in uh, local politics is some more young, new blood. The old guys are in a rut. They, they're... Um, and, and in my opinion, all of these people, they've, they've been pretty much, I mean, not Mitch Reynolds, he's not a political insider, but uh, many of the others are. And I think uh, uh, give the young guy a try. Many of the others are. We have Martin Gall's a city council president and Jessica Olson's on the city council. Um, who else is political? Vicki Markison? <laughs> Uh, you betcha. Yep, there's a gal that uh, pretty much spent her career as an insider. So while while I'm not saying that she wouldn't be a good mayor, I'm just saying that uh, I just like I, I kind of like the <laughs> you're gonna laugh. I like the Matt Harder influence. Matt Harder came in, did a great job, but he was a political outsider, and they did not like him, and they finally threw him out and got rid of him. He actually did a very good mm-hmm. job. He was very intelligent, and he knew who to surround himself with to make good decisions. Who threw but him he out? did step on enough toes to get voted, voted out. Who threw? Wait, you said threw him out. He got voted out. Uh, you know, call it what you want. It's uh, yeah, they they voted him out, but it wasn't because he didn't do a good job. He did a very good job. So Matt Harder, um, Matt Harder, a political outsider, needed to surround himself with people that knew how to do the government stuff. Is that? 
Um, I mean, yeah, no. You, you just know, said he surrounded uh, being, himself. Uh, learning, learning government, in my opinion, is uh, kind of a whole different ballgame from doing a good job as mayor. B- doing a good job as mayor is uh, where you got to step back and make decisions based on facts and on dollars. And uh, so Matt did that. He did a good job. Uh, but the, the current mayor and many of our recent mayors, all the way back to John, and even John's route field, uh, they allowed too much local influence to make decisions. And so what you end up with is a city like La Crosse where taxes are excessive, uh, services are over overrated also. They, they do they spend way too much money on many programs that they shouldn't do. you got one major uh, council member that wants to buy a hotel for the homeless. That is not the government's job to be getting into the rental business. So did you just say that the mayor is taking influence from people locally like then they shouldn't what i said was no it's unfair influence they're they're uh, it's the good old boys club there are a lot of powerful people that uh, uh, basically run the mayor's office and the mayor just bounces back and forth uh, when they uh wants them to lean th- their way and you need somebody that's independent somebody that hasn't doesn't not a political insider and what i'm saying is that yeah being a mayor well actually being mayor in lacrosse is quite unique because it doesn't really have an awful lot of authority but he uh, still has a lot of influence. So my take on it is they should go with somebody, not one of those people that have been there a long time. Uh, All the people, Rick, that tell you that they have to raise taxes or they can't cut taxes, that is political garbage. There's all kinds of ways. And, Rick, if you ever want to talk about how they can cut taxes, I could talk to you for an hour on how to cut taxes. They would have to eliminate some services, but it's time to wake up and, and take a better look at how they do spend money in lacrosse. So when you say political influence, uh, it runs the mayor's office. Give me an example. Okay. Well, let's go way back before your time. No, let's not. Let's, let's uh, go right now. Just right okay, now. Well, I don't want to go back before okay. my time. Okay. Well, I, I was going to go back because there are some great examples. But uh, currently, yeah, all kinds of things that happen in lacrosse. And uh, if you ask the mayor, uh, if you can get a candid conversation with him, uh, he'll tell you, well, for instance, let's say the fire department. The fire department is out of control in the city of lacrosse. They do too much influence to the to the, the city fathers and the mayor. And I, and I know you're probably thinking, well, now I'm stepping on somebody's toes. Yeah, I am stepping on somebody's toes. But uh, the, the fire department is so out of control in lacrosse. They're going to spend a fortune, I mean a literal fortune, in lacrosse, and, and fire services are going to improve 2%. That would be like if you went out and bought a $100 million car to get to work and back and forth, Rick, and that just doesn't make sense. But aren't they in fire department, aren't the fire departments like 80 years old in the city? Well, first of all, no, none of them are that old, but they are fairly old. And uh, so, okay, some examples on the fire department. They, one of the biggest complaints is, first of all, they have men and women. Okay, well, that's a problem you got to deal with, but that they can deal with that. The next one they say is a huge problem is the fact that they have exhaust fumes because the trucks are backing in and driving out of those buildings. 
Well, the the uh, the modern day, the EPA has cleaned up the exhaust from diesels. If you go out on the street, you don't see the buses anymore blowing black okay. smoke or the trucks. Tom, the, the, Tom I got it. They got cleaned up the fuel, and so since they cleaned up the fuel, the exhaust in those buildings is not a problem. Although okay. that's a big reason that they say we need new buildings. All right, Tom. Th- thanks for the call. I got to take it one more break. I got to get this break in, otherwise I'll forget and then I'll get in trouble. Uh, hold tight. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Wrap it up here, but uh, Treble Tom was on talking about. Uh, he talked. To, for, one of the things he did say was that Matt Harder, um, they ran him out of town, and I, I said that wouldn't they just have voted it out? But a couple of people texted me in and said uh, he didn't run. So there's there's that. But Tim Cabot, right. uh, Mayor Tim Cabot's calling in right now. Mayor, go ahead. I just wanted to clarify that as well. Is that Matt Harder was a very popular mayor and. Did a did a very good job of trying to raise those issues, and he he was not voted out. He decided not to run, just like I'm deciding not to run. So uh, you know the uh, folks, I think memories maybe just uh, you know before they they speak, they should really look at what the facts are. I think I think what uh, Trumpelo Tom was talking about um, is, is again just this like fantasy uh, belief about what really goes on in the mayor's office and in city hall and then somehow we've got all of this influence and we sit up on the sixth floor and, and plot all of these schemes uh... he he really has no idea the mayor's job is an incredibly difficult job and you seek out as much input as you possibly can from everybody and the the idea that somehow you know that, that these people pulling the strings um, I've worked in City Hall before I was mayor, and now as eight years as mayor, I can tell you that's just simply not true. So you're not all sitting on the sixth floor overlooking the blue baby with your cigars and, and the hatching schemes? I mean, you know, as, as, much, as romantic and as awesome as that sounds, it's just simply not true. The reality is is that you're getting phone calls like today from people who aren't even in the city of La Crosse. They're in the town of Campbell, but they received a letter from the town board saying that those residents should call the mayor of La Crosse and get their wells tested for PFAS. And so our office is trying to, you know, in essence, respond to those kinds of calls. And it's that times a thousand every day. So um, I, I applaud all of the candidates for, for putting their hat into the ring. I'll, I'll stand by what I said before. I think there's probably, you know, quite a few of them that really, um, they, they, I would encourage them to run for office, city councils or you know, get involved in committees and volunteer to get a better idea of, of the inner workings of city government because uh, most of them, again, have no idea of what really goes on. Yeah, and would you say, Mayor, a 60-hour-a-week job? Uh, that's probably on a, on a slow week. It, it's in the, in the range of 70 hours a week. It's, it's uh, literally 24 hours a day, and it's every day of the week. So... Um, it is a job that is is really it's the best job I've ever had and I've enjoyed it tremendously, but you have to be willing to commit to that and uh, you know again this this idea that there's this romanticized fantasy that there's people pulling the strings here is just pure bunk. You got about a month and a half. Are you going to reel that in? You know, go go to a, like a forty hour a week job the last couple of weeks just to reacclimate <laughs> yeah. yourself into society again. That's- that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, Rick. I'm sorry. I got to go. I just nope. wanted to call in and, and set that straight. So All take care. All right. Thanks, Mayor. All right. That was Mayor Tim Cabot. Must be driving around listening to the wisdom, right? Uh, 
All right, let's see here. Uh, a couple more calls. Well, Main Street guy hung up, but uh, caller, who is this? Archie Ken Gilliam wanting to uh, re- <laughs> rebound off of Trempolo Tom. Yeah, Trempolo Tom fired everyone up. Uh, you got a, about a mi- two minutes. Let me know when I'm on. You're on. No, you're on. Go ahead, Ken. Hey, Rick, thanks for having me on. Uh, Trempolo Tom is actually right. The station isn't 80 years old. It's actually 81. <laughs> Uh, and then he's also wrong. Diesel exhaust is a class one carcinogen known to ca- have cancerous effects. So uh, the fire department, I, I don't feel is out of control. My uh, my cell phone number is published. My work phone number is published. I'd encourage them to call me. I can dump a bunch of data on them. And uh, we're, we're trying to be as economical as possible, but also uh, set the city up for the, the next fire station for the next 80 years and do things right. So I uh, appreciate Mayor Cabot calling in as well and uh, encourage people to uh, check with their own local fire departments on where they can uh, help them uh, deal with the, the statistics that are lining up on firefighter cancers and, and a lot of other bad things happening. So, All right. Cool. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me on, Rick. Anytime, man. All right. Bye. All right. Man, Trimple Tom. I should just have Trimple Tom on every day to fire up everybody in the city. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, let me let me catch my bearings here. I got to see if I got any texts. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, there's one more call, but that's Eric from Sparta, so I'm not taking that. Um, all right, so a lot to take in there. I, I'm, I'm, and nobody wanted to talk about the Central High School mascot. Man, last time we talked about that, everyone wanted to talk about it. But uh, all right, so there's, and I'll just say there's another two hours left to to vote for mayor. And you heard you heard Mayor Cabot, 60, 70 hour a week job. Probably probably going to remain that for the next couple years i would say in terms of just having to deal with all the things that a mayor has to deal with right and then on top of that getting out from a pandemic right so we're we're trying to to fight our way out of that as well so all right Whew. that was a whirlwind of a uh, last couple of minutes but i appreciate everyone calling in and uh and appreciate trumple tom firing up the mayor and the fire chief at the same time We'll do it all over again tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who our finalists are, our final two candidates out of the ten, and uh, and that very important superintendent of schools race that we're all dying to hear about. Thanks for listening, everyone.